Hey, Travis Rogers here. When you're not listening to me on the Lakers pre- and post-game shows, tune in to The Experience with Laferne Cusack, where she goes beyond the play and focuses on athletes, fans, and the biggest events that inspire and shape our community. Listen to The Experience with Laferne Cusack, Sundays, 5 to 6 a.m. ESPN LA 710. Today we're talking golf with Troy Grant, CEO and owner of Troy Grant Golf. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. I haven't seen you for such a long time. I know. Thank you for having me. It's it's great to be back. Yeah, and uh, a lot has been going on in your world of golf. Um, first of all, you brought me this nice, fancy Puma hat. Yep. I, I brought in my other one that you brought in. Uh, that you that one that one that one's still in. It's my, it's my logoed hat, but I had to I had to mix it in with the Puma lifestyle. Yeah. So the the last one, just to describe it, it's your logo, Troy Grant, yep. in my nice uh, mauve kind of favorite color, black hat with my L on the back. So stylized. I appreciated that. Make it special. Yes. So, uh-huh. um, and now we have this bright, nice orange one. We'll post on Instagram on Laferne Cusack Instagram. What's your Instagram? Troy Grant Golf. Oh, okay. All of my social media. <laughs> Troy Grant Golf. I should have known. Yeah. It's in my head. So, Troy, you have a lot going on with uh, Troy Grant Golf and your academy and lots of. Tiger Talk and um, what you're doing for our community. Tell, catch me up on what's been happening over this past couple of years. Yeah, so uh, a little over a year ago, um, I became the golf professional at Recreation Park 18 in Long Beach. Congratulations. Um, funny enough, that's where I grew up and went to high school nearby. And so it's like coming back home and, Hometown you know, boy, yeah. coming back home. <laughs> Seeing everybody... There's a lot of people that are still around that were, you know, when I was young, and mm-hmm. and now I just drive right down the street down PCH to work every day, so that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, nothing's changed there. It's 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 wonderful. I'm holding junior golf camps, uh, junior golf camps, private clinics, corporate clinics, um, bunch of different types of. Uh, uh, stuff going on there. You know, we do, we do, um, golf camps for, for the full swing. And then we also do on course, um, lessons, which is amazing too. It really helps everyone advance and, and, uh, you know, help on their game. I'm always there to help everyone. So it, it, it's been good. Yeah. I, and I, I, I follow you on the Insta and I see a lot of the great things that you're doing as well. Uh, for those that don't know or haven't heard previous shows of you on, let's, let's talk about your background. How did you get into golf? I got into golf, uh, from a neighbor of mine actually at, uh, what was I about 10 years old? Um, just happened to move in and I, I started helping him pull out golf carts. And uh, that's just, I just grabbed a, I remember grabbing a five iron from the back and just starting to hit balls. He showed me how to hold it. His name is Mike McMonagle, by the way. And he's, you know, I, I just, I caught on quick. I stuck on it. B- me being a baseball player, mostly it was fun because it was like swinging, hitting a ball, just, just like, just like baseball. So I just got hooked. And then the golf carts being young and driving them. You know, you can't All beat right. you can't beat that. <laughs> 9 years old driving around, that's fun. So was it easy for you because, you know, when when I met you out on the golf course, it was extremely hard to hit that ball. <laughs> yeah. It was you're not, you know, the ball's not being pitched at you, right? 
So it, the ball's just sitting there, and funny enough, people have a hard time with it just sitting there and hitting it. So you got to – it's just a lot of concentration. And, and what makes golf difficult is it's really all of our our um, movements are really against us in the golf swing. Baseball, you stand vertically mm-hmm. and swing horizontally. Golf, we're bent over and we're trying to swing on a on a certain path mm-hmm. and and keeping our head down. Everything's really restricted in the golf swing. And there's so many little elements that, that make the golf swing happen. It's it's really bizarre. I mean, yeah. when you think about it. So that's why, you know, the pros you know, they they miss hit shots just like everyone else, you know? It's 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 how they recover versus the typical amateur recovers. Mm-hmm. So um, but it's fun, it, it, you know, it, it's not easy, so it brings people back, you know, and um, thankfully everyone needs lessons, so I'm going to be in business a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, studying from what you've told me and what I've seen and how many injuries golf players get, I, I would imagine that um, golfing, you have to know a lot about your body and, you know how how your muscles work and how you align yourself well i guess that's with every sport yeah because if you're off-centered you can't you know hit a shot yeah you know it's important to i always just recommend people you know it's not necessarily you know you can go to the gym for strength of course and and i highly recommend that but stretching and just being flexible in golf Ooh, flexibility in golf is is huge and What's funny is I'm super tight. Like, I've always had the tightest hamstrings. I've never been able to touch my toes. But luckily, I've never had lower back injuries either because of that. Yeah. And normally that, you know, that ties into that. But thankfully, I've never, never had injury. Well, how do you constitute that? Well, like, why do you think that's... Probably just because, you know, luckily I have good swing mechanics for oh. it for it to... <laughs> oh, right. You know, so I'm not jerking a lot on you know on my hip or my my upper back or stuff like that. But I definitely people need to stretch. Definitely, you know I'm not saying go jump in a gym or, or you know do yoga stuff like that. Everything helps. I mean I would love to do it. I just right now just the times. Yeah. I mean times tough. But but yeah, I mean a lot of people get back injuries. I get a lot of people, a lot of clients that come to me with you know tennis elbow and. A lot of it is just bad striking into the ground. You know, they hit into the ground and it vibrates your, you know, your elbows and your arms. And sooner or later, you start getting, you know, those pains. Yeah. And then they have to, what, stop for a couple months or? <sighs> yeah. Normally, they'll, they'll go see a specialist and they'll get help. And then um, uh, they'll come back with this little, it's like a little strap thing around their arm. I guess mm-hmm. that puts pressure on it. Oh, right. Yeah. So I have that one to... for my knee. Yeah. 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 Like. When I left, so I put the strap right below my knee when you're doing. Yeah. The you know. pushing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's, it's important to, to just stretch and warm up properly. Um, routine wise, like my teaching, um, I like starting people, if we're doing, if we're working on everything, I like starting people on short game, um, which is chipping and putting. That way it kind of warms them up, and and then we go to the range. It's kind of like if you were going to the gym, you know, you'd start on the treadmill, then lift weights, right? You wouldn't lift weights, then go to the treadmill. You'd warm up. So it's kind of like I use that as a warm-up. Because if we start them on the driving range, right, and then I go help them with putting afterwards, 
they have all that amped up energy because of the driver range and putting guess what we don't want energy we want we need to be smooth and soft so that wouldn't be good coming from you know somewhere like that into you know trying to learn putting and feel uh that's not a good thing yeah <laughs> that's not a good thing uh, all right so um let's say i i know that you said that you um okay you got into golf you loved it you you were a natural troy and then you gravitated into you know being a pro how did yeah. that transition happen just I just worked hard at it. I, I, you know, playing at Lakewood High School, then going to college at Long Beach, I continued doing well. And, and that just, you know, once you follow and want that path of, you know, everyone kind of has a childhood dream and that's, that one was mine. And so, it was? yeah. Oh, wow. So, um, there's so, you know, it took so much hard work, but, you know, I was, was I able to, you know, reach, tiger's level of of stardom no but i got to live my childhood dream for you know over 10 years so i mean that i'm happy with and um you know it's just it's just always a a hard-working thing just like mm. any sport you know you got to keep working at it and keep practicing and you know that's all i did i i was up at six you know, would would practice all morning, take lunch, and then practice until the sun went down. Like, if the sun never went down, I wouldn't go home probably. <laughs> wow. Talk about uh, the, like, being on tour. Did, was it grueling for you, or what was Yeah, that I mean, I like? played, you know, many, many tours, and then just all over the country. It's, it's the travel, you know, the travel takes a toll on you, especially when you got a little one at home at that time. And you don't want to be away from your kid. And, it, you know, it, it's tough. And then just the pressure of, you know, of having, you know, golf, you got to perform to earn your money. It's not, you know, a team sport. You sign, you get a contract for whatever up front without you even proving anything on the court. You're guaranteed that, right? Golf, it's strictly, you know, are you going to make the cut? If you make the cut, you'll make some money. If you finish last, it's going to be really low. You might break even for the week. I mean, oh, yikes. it's tough. But now, I mean, this is, you know, pre-2011, you know, down. So now, you know, there's a lot more money involved, a lot more sponsorships involved these days, and a lot more good golfers right now. And, and they're all really young, and they hit it a mile. I mean, I look back, and I'm like, this era right now is tough. Like, really? there's so many good players. It's un- unbelievable, actually. Um, to to get to that level with all these young players, what do you think it, it took for them to get there, to reach um, the pinnacle? Lots of practice, good coaching. Coaching, of course, is important. You know, that's why I enjoy and love doing what I do, because I mentor these same kids that are... Mm-hmm. You know, might go up into high school, college. You know, I do have some students in college already that are playing. Uh, you just got to, you know, mentor them properly, mm-hmm. you know. Talk about your mentorship. How were you mentored to, you know, gravitate to what now is Troy Grant Golf? Um, as far as, sorry. Like, uh, how were you mentored, uh, like your coach? How was I? Yeah. I was... Okay, when I was younger, I didn't have the guy that brought me into golf would help me here and there. Um, I, I kind of was, 
just naturally doing it on my own. And then I had a bunch of, you know, local pros at the golf shop that I, or the golf course I grew up at, Lakewood, which at the time was, was, you know, Dan Bateman, who played on, on the PGA tour for a year or two and went on other tours. And now he's a golf instructor. Um, Len Kinnett, who owned the golf shop there, who's, you know, Southern California legend. Um, he he owned the golf shop, but yeah. these guys, they were they were brought up properly under Len Canet, and they 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 were just trained properly to teach you properly. So luckily, I grew up around great people to mm-hmm. to kind of help me and teach me the etiquette of the game. And then as I grew, you know, older and and traveling a little more, um, I would you know I I branched out to a guy named Bobby Laskin who's amazing. Uh, who still teaches today, um, so, and then and then all the way up to you know the the best golf school in, uh, worldwide, who's who Butch Harmon School of Golf. Butch Harmon, who you may not know, is is yeah. like John Wooden of golf instruction. He's he's he taught Tiger from in his in his heyday, you know, from two thousand. Uh, I forgot to what year. Actually, I started earlier with them. I think 97 through probably 2004, somewhere around there. But Butch had Greg Norman before that. He had Raymond Floyd. He had all these people. And me personally going there to get lessons, my instructor there was his assistant, which is Sean Callahan. Uh, So I would go there and, you know, see all these pros, these Mm -hmm. big name guys, you know, would be hanging around sometimes, you know, and I'm at the best place in the world, you know, and it's just like crazy. (laughs) What was it like to see all those legends on? Well, he just has a bunch of stuff all over. It's like a it's like a building with pictures and signatures. I mean, you got legends of all kinds of of sports that go there and see Butch Harmon and uh it's just crazy. And and Sean worked with me. We did a lot of work together. And Sean still teaches there today. It's it's ta- if you're in Las Vegas, go go to Butch Harmon's golf school. Trust me. And you know, you could see Don Callahan or Sean Callahan. Um they're they're amazing instructors and they've worked with the best best in Butch and um they do all the top notch stuff there. And what's cool now, me being an instructor, I go there, you know, and hang out with them now, you know, and kind of pick their brains and they help me out. And, um, you know, we'll sit there and watch old videos and, you know, it's really fun actually. And being on the, on a different part now, being an instructor, not a player, just, it's amazing how much I learned as a player Mm -hmm. from Sean over there. And, now just incorporating a lot from all of the instructors. So what is the best, best, uh, I, I, I don't want to say advice, but coaching tool that you think that you've received from them that made you who you are? I am really glad that nobody, nobody I worked with taught one way, one swing fits all universal which a lot of people teach, you know, you got people who teach like a Ben Hogan way or, or stack and tilt and stuff like that. Um, it's just, it's not the way really for golf and, and everyone growing up was natural, you know, Dan, Mike, Len, 
Bobby, Sean, Butch, all those guys are natural. They say very little. They say very little and and get the job done. It's 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 like, you know, they're so smart. They just they just see the little thing and they fix it. It's not about a swing overhaul and I'm going to fix this and turn you into this. It's nothing like that because that's what intimidates amateurs to sign up for lessons. They think they think, "Oh my gosh, this guy's going to tear down my whole swing and I'm you know, I'm I'm going to be a disaster for 4 months and I can't practice and blah blah blah." Yeah, that's what you do not want to do. And so when I'm like when I go back like with Sean over there and I witness how they're teaching to this day, like a few months ago, I went to the a golf camp out there, um, luckily invited. And uh, it was a big private golf camp with Butch there. And, you know, I got to witness him teaching oh, Butch cool. in in his bay. And I was just like in awe of how little he says and how much the job gets done. Well, is it? And these are like high handicappers. And I'm just like, well, is it an intuitive thing? So like how how does he translate what each golfer should do? Like, well, you have video, so he'll he'll video it. He'll he'll, you know, grab the the biggest thing that's going to be the most issue first mm-hmm. and then you kind of target at that whether it's weight transfer um, long back swing balance it could be simple things as you know your grip so the good the good instructors are the ones who say less and get more done i mean being natural about it nobody's body is the same mm-hmm. you know your flexibility my flexibility what if a guy's six eight and you're trying to get him a sw- swing a one way fits all? Right. Or what if I'm trying to swing, a, you know, teach an old guy, you know, um, how to swing powerful or or take a full swing? He can't take a full swing. So you got to be able to adapt to that. The good instructors can adapt to anybody's, you know, physical form if they if they have uh, ba- surgeries, back issues, you know, anything. Um, Hip replacements, just like Tracy, who you know, Tracy yeah. Murray. What's up, Tracy? <laughs> he has a he has a bad he had a hip replacement, and so I've actually have him standing staggered, which is like one foot back, one foot forward, mm-hmm. to accommodate that hip. Mm-hmm. And so now he's not using, he's not putting on that strain on that hip, and he's hitting it, hitting it amazing. So yeah. you know, there's just ways you gotta. You got to find out, and that's you know that's what the best do. That, that they work around what you're able to do, and you kind of have a tailored swing for you that that can be repeatable and you appreciate. Well, uh, a, a couple weeks ago, I was uh, I was watching Teen Titans Go, and <laughs> um, they were talking about Tiger Woods, and I mentioned this a couple weeks ago that you know they're like golfing isn't a sport yes it is a sport tiger woods had a a torn acl and a broken leg and he still played he's a champion yeah, he's- so like how do you how how have you seen like tiger's positioning change with all the elements in his body yeah he's he is really amazing i mean he's I mean, he, everything in his, he, he has like a fused knee, a fused lower back. His whole body is like a big operation room, you know? And for him to come back now and play, 
Like he's playing every other week pretty much. And, and you know, he almost won the British Open a few weeks ago. He's playing well right now in the PGA Championship. And his swing, he's gotten back to what he knows. He doesn't have a swing coach now, which is great. Um, Why is it great? For him, he he's just had this natural – I mean, you could see his swing when he was four years old. It was amazing. Right. You know, and his swing was always just really powerful, and and he's very smart. He knows exactly what he needs to do. But, you know, along the lines, a couple years ago, he had a – you know, an instructor that taught one of those, you know, methods type of things. Oh, I see. It I believe that you. took him off off his natural abilities and, you know, put strain on a lot of different parts of his body. He was, you know, kind of keeping his lower body a little more stuck. His foot was a little more flat going through the ball and just, mm-hmm. you know, it just wasn't right. And and he he did get injured during that time. So... I just think I remember when he first hired him. I said, "Oh man!" I said, "I don't know if what's going to happen here." Yeah, you know. Do you remember me telling you about uh, Johnny Sites? He's an, an autistic adult, and he has face blindness. But what mm. he sees is p- people's ligaments, their really? their muscles and ligaments. So he, like, he doesn't know. Like who Kobe? He doesn't know yeah. any famous people because uh-huh. he can't see their face. Of yeah, course, yeah. he he knows them by their their walk or something. Yeah. Like he knows them how they move their body. So let's say that Tiger, you know, is hurting, and he can watch his golf swing and see what tendons he's really holding. Wow! Or if someone's throwing a baseball, he said he could watch and say. Well, you know what? If you keep throwing your the baseball like that, your right muscle is going to yeah. pop or whatever. It, it's so awesome, but wow. he has that special skill. And I I think like a lot with like golfers, you know, as a coach yourself, mm-hmm. you have to see how somebody's yeah. muscles move and where they're tightening up. Yeah. But if you also have a coach that is telling you in certain ways because it's all to work it, around it right and yeah. also the psychology of it all how you talk to someone yeah. then they might be tensing up because they're thinking about what the the coach is telling them to do mm-hmm. thinking about the form and not just like you said the natural ability right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's um as far as are you talking about like how they practice or right no because you were saying how like t- uh, Tiger Woods, when he had that one yeah. swing coach, his he wasn't performing as well. But yeah. once the swing coach left, to, yeah. right? It's it, it's not only just a physical thing; it's also a mental yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiger, he one thing he does a lot is he he actually goes back to when he had his his father in the picture. You know, he passed away a few years back, but his father was his coach. You know, really hardcore mentally and. You know, gave him his little games he used to do. He actually still goes back to a lot of that stuff. Like, for instance, for putting, he pictures little windows, his balls rolling through um, to get through the break and go into the hole. He he goes back to a lot of his natural things that he did as a kid. And that that's why now I think he's playing better, you know, than than he has in a while because of, you know, going back to what he knows best. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't. He's he's tried you know different things. He's gone through these surgeries, 
And now he's like, okay, I'm pretty much healthy. Now I'm going to go back to natural and just see what happens. Mm. And he's been doing so well with 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 his swing, with his with his results. I mean, he's playing remarkably well. And wh- what about Fowler? How do you see him as a player? Ricky, he's he's the he's not so young anymore. I believe he's I don't know what he is, but um. He's like the the cool rock star out there that's respected by every player, you know. Uh he's he's the one that's really I think the time that Tiger was out, Ricky really brought and kept a lot of the hype on the PGA tour with his, you know, bright colors and you know the orange like you and I are wearing, that's his color cuz he went to Oklahoma State. So his Sunday color is orange. That's what he wears on Sundays, just like Tiger wore red on Sundays. That's what he Tiger wears on Sundays. But um, Ricky just has that, you know, fire to him. He's local, mm-hmm. local boy from Temecula. And, uh, yeah, we're just, you know, this week, actually, hopefully he's going to break through and win a major. You know, that'd be really huge. He's playing well. I don't know what he's at right now, but mm-hmm. uh, he's he's definitely, you know, the rock star out there and. He also, guess who his coach is? Butch Harmon. Oh, that's yep. awesome. So do you think a, a lot of of being that champion is about visualization? I know, you know, athletes do it all the time. I mean, when you get in the zone, you have to visualize where you're going to go, what you're doing. Do you incorporate that in oh, your game? Golf is, you know, it's huge on visualization, especially – um talking about like on course performance yeah i mean every when you see them on tv or live getting behind the ball they're they're actually watching the ball fly before they hit it they have to visualize what they're wanting to do with the ball you know right to left left to right low high um so you're saying i would have to visualize actually hitting the ball <laughs> you need to visualize your ball going in the air <laughs> Right. Not rolling on the ground. <laughs> Making contact yeah. with the ball. Yeah that, yeah. that is very difficult. It's weird. I mean, I there's a cool story that a math teacher told me in high school. I guess this college team back east somewhere. I have no idea who it was, but um they had the worst free throw percentage in the state. They were just awful. Couldn't make anything. The sports psychologist came in there and had him do two hours at the free throw with no ball. So they would do 20 balls each, each member of the team, and visualize each one they're making. So they all made all 20 of their shots. The next game and the rest of the season, they went up to 65% from like 15. Wow. That's visualization. They're yes. watching everything go in. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's what, you know, in basketball – you don't get that time to think being a three point line, of course. Free throw, you get time. So you actually, I think some of them actually do that now when they're doing their yeah. practice, you know, dribbles and stuff like that. But golfers are definitely doing that on every shot, you know, putting, driving. We don't, you know, good players don't see hazards. They don't see the water. They don't see out of bounds. They they're just focused on that little target that they want to hit, mm-hmm. and that's why good players execute those shots Mm -hmm. you know a typical amateur will go out and go oh my god there's a lake to the left there's a house right you know there's the ball in front of me yeah it kind of what happens it what happens is is it kind of 
it kind of uh it's weird like the ball will kind of go where you're where you're thinking yes negative about mm-hmm. so like you're worried about that water your ball's going in that water <laughs> it's weird you know you gotta you gotta think positive and and look at look in the you know brighter areas of the course don't right. just focus on the bad stuff yes don't absolutely. fear don't fear yeah i think that could be a strategy for life yeah life definitely. on and off the course right definitely uh this is espn la speaking with troy grant of troy grant golf now let's get into equipment talk i know we talked a lot last time about it what mm. has changed since you've been here like has a lot changed in the yeah there's you know, you look at these woods nowadays, they have, you know, weights in different areas. Um, you could, you'd switch everything, you know, you could move weights around to control your ball flights. Um, for instance, you put, you know, if you have a driver, you're looking down at a driver and the weights in the back, that helps you lift the ball up. So if you're struggling with getting the ball up in there, you could move the weight to help you. Also, <clears throat> you can control the face angles. So, if you if you um want it to draw you could you know turn it in and switch the lofts so it's kind of like it's kind of like five drivers in one club it's kind of cool and you know telling you about cobra golf earlier right the new f8 driver you know they have a f8 and f8 plus with the f8 plus has three weights on it and the f8 regular has two weights and so what happens is, you know, you could put the heavier weight in the back to help you get it up. You could put the heavier weight on the heel to help you curve the ball right to left um, and, and put a draw flight on it. And also they have a milled face on it. Uh, milling is, you know, it's like a small groove, normally used on putters. And they actually use that technology on their driver um, this year. And it's like, you know, you see Ricky Fowler bombing it. I fell in love with it as soon as I went down there and tested it. And, you know, I, that driver is amazing. Uh, it, it, it has, uh, it's mixed with titanium and has a carbon top. So what happens is, is it makes it lighter, mm-hmm. you know, lighter, you get more club head speed. And then the head being so large, it, you know, it offers you forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my clients, you know, I have all the Cobra equipment at my facility and I, I fit them with what's best for them with the Cobra equipment, right? And and so they love it. I mean, I, I think I've switched 25% of my clients into Cobra well, products. And it's like, you know, their balls get up easier with the irons. Um, and, they're, and I'm able to fit their game properly. So that, that brings me to like, you know how in baseball you have to have a certain ball in it. You know, you can't you can't behood any yeah, of the stupid yeah. stuff on. So what what are the rules pertaining to golf in regards to the clubs? Because Yeah, that well it seems here's the thing. you have the USGA, United States Golf Association, they kinda they they actually make the rules for for everything. So before these companies, you know, all the big companies come out with their equipment, it goes through a process through the USGA um, that makes it conforming or non-conforming. If so, they're not going to, you know, these companies aren't going to come out with and spend all this money on a bunch of drivers and later go, oh, you can't use them. Right. They're they're illegal. They're non-conforming. So 
they're careful, you know, and, and if, if, you know, they say it's non-conforming, you got you to change this, then they'll make the adjustments. Mm-hmm. And then once they get the okay, boom, the new driver, the new irons come out and it's, it's legal. So you're saying with the Cobra one, you can switch something at the top and it will adjust the weight on, on the, yeah, the, the weight, the weight, the little weights itself, it, it's on the bottom of the club, bottom of the driver, like on the belly. And so you could switch the heavier weight around to manipulate, you know, the ball and where where you want it to go. It helps. It helps mm-hmm. a lot, definitely. And then as far as the shaft going into the head, right, mm-hmm. there's different loft settings based on the angle of how the shaft sets into the head. It's really oh amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. But- so you can you can hit an eight, eight, you know, an eight-degree driver, nine-and-a-half, ten-and-a-half, eleven-and-a-half. And all in one club. So let's say you start hitting it low. What? You just Yeah, you just take a little wrench. That and, sounds illegal. No, <laughs> no. You just take a little wrench and you adjust it to a higher loft. If you're hitting it too high, you adjust it to a lower loft all right there. You don't need to do anything well, else. Well, okay, so let, let's say you're you're playing a game and you have to consider, you know, the... If there's wind, you know, where you are, what other considerations do you have to choose how far you take a wrench to? Well, here's the thing with that. This is this is the part that is illegal. Oh. <laughs> so let's say you're warming up before the round okay. and you're hitting it a certain way. You adjust it there and you have to use it the whole time at that position. You can't. Oh, there's no okay. switching on okay. the course. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Yeah, you can't switch on the course. Unfortunately, that'd be pretty cool because then, you know, it'd help you out. With- well, so if you have that one club and you buy several of that same club but adjust it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's, you know, that's kind of like the wood family the driver, the three wood, the five wood. You know, all of those come with the loft adjustments. So, but you can't do it on the course. No, prior. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, before you, you know, that's that's where fitting comes in. And so when people come to me and they don't really know if they should hit a three wood or a five wood, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'll I'll give them the specific shaft and and which you know Cobra fairway wood to use, and you know some may hit a five wood further than a three wood because of the height. They need height. Oh. Okay. You know so. More loft these days is better because mm-hmm. um, you get less spin on the ball, um, less backspin. So the loft needs to help you, you know, get it up in the air. So one more cool thing really quick. So they have this thing called an Arco system. It's it's a it's a Arco system. Yeah, Arcos. R-O-A-R-C-C-O-S. It's a GPS that's embedded in the top of your grip. And you download the app. It's on the Cobra app, Cobra Connect app. And you connect each club. So each club has that in the grip, right? And you connect each club on the app. It'll say 9-iron, and you press 9-iron. And when you go play, it gives you all of your stats on your phone. That's cool. All of it. Your The, the direction, you know, you'll see what you need to fix how many, you know, oh, man, I hit that many chips today or, or, or seven irons were going left. It gives you all of the stuff that you need to uh, work on basically after your round. So it's a G, literally a, a GPS for every shot. So tell me. how. So it, once you get your stats, 
and say it says, give me an example. It says something to, and then you can look at it and say, oh, I yeah. have to correct this. How do yeah. you know? It'll, it, you look at the percentages. So like if your putting average goes up a lot or if your, if your fairways are not being hit, you know, you're, you're missing a lot of fairways, but everything else is decent. Then you know, okay, I got to work on putting and, and driver, but. For me, my clients that do have that Arco system, right, mm-hmm. it's easy because I normally will ask them, the ones who golf a lot who are not beginners, I'll say, what do we need to work on today? You know, because they are good enough to go, okay, last time I played, I did this and this and this. But what's cool now is the my clients that do have that system, they just show me their phone. <laughs> and I go, cool, all right, we need to work on your driver today and we need, you know – this need, short game needs to be worked on. Really? Yeah. So it makes things a lot easier. It just kind of tells you where golf equipment is heading. Yes. Like everything is so advanced. When I was a junior golfer, you know, now you could just take off the shaft with the wrench, right? And and get another shaft with the same adapter and pop it in and screw it in. You're done. Two seconds. Really? Right? Back then, you would have to go to a golf shop. They'd have to heat up the head to loose the epoxy. Then they'd have to clean the shaft, clean inside the hosel area, and then get a shaft and then glue it in. And you'd have to come back in two days to pick it up. Really? Now now you could have 10 shafts sitting there with you and you could just go through them all. Like me, that that's where fitting comes in. Um, a lot of people own a few different shafts, you know, and they might they might like one or dislike one, but... When you do the fitting, right, I have, you know, 20 different driver shafts. So if, let's say you were to come, I can go, okay, Laferne, let's try this. You know, if that didn't work out, but I see kind of what the ball's doing, I could adjust it according to you and get you the right shaft. The shaft, the shaft is the motor to the head. So if that shaft isn't flexing properly, if it's not, um, uh, torquing properly, mm-hmm. it's it, your ball won't respond as as well, and then you know we you don't see the results that you want. So mm-hmm. that's the that's the big advancement of of getting fitted properly. Mm-hmm. You know, I always tell people you want to go in a Foot Locker and just grab a box of shoes, pay for them, and leave. You would try them, right? <laughs> right, but you said that before you they had to clean it, so. You have to do your own cleaning then? No, no, no. There's no cleaning. It's an adapter that's on the shaft. Uh, Yeah. And so the screw in the head screws into that adapter. Okay. So the only glue that's in there is the adapter onto the shaft. Okay. But yeah, so each adapter goes into those heads. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's it's so easy. It's unbelievable. Well, so where do you see it going? Where do you see like this equipment, this golf equipment going is, I mean, it's so sounds like it's so advanced now, Troy, that it's just like, uh, yeah, where can it go? Yeah. I think, you know, I'm not in that business of, of golf clubs, but (laughs) you know, I, I see technology. I mean, you as a golf, I've seen over the years. I mean, since I started in, you know, 1990, Oh my gosh, it's mostly the sizing and the material. I mean, the driver, which is the big club, right? Mm-hmm. That was that's supposed to be the biggest club, right? So if you take a driver from 1990, it's like the size of a 
three wood now. The three wood is a lot smaller than the driver. So that's – and the drivers are huge. Like they're like a softball on the end of the stick. So it's such a big difference and that's what brings in the just the ease of hitting. Mm-hmm. You know, you have such more – more space you know if you miss hit it if Mm -hmm. you if you uh you know hit a bad shot the ball still goes decently you know those old ones you don't get any distance Mm. and and just is very difficult to hit very um it's not forgiving at all but all the new stuff very forgiving and do you see all of the the young athletes now using all of that and and maybe that's a reason why yeah. a lot, so many young people are yeah. advancing more. See, back when when back I in the day. when I played, it was <laughs> you know if I hit it, if you hit it, you know two two eighty, that was that was pretty pretty good. And now these guys, they're averaging like three hundred and ten to three forty, three hundred forty yards. Wow, you know, and the equipment is of course a lot to do with that. You know, and they're stronger, more more weightlifting now. A lot of guys are doing and making them stronger. Um, but equipment, the ball, the the clubs, definitely making the difference. What about uh, using it on artificial turf? Does that matter? No, no. We have, you know, most golf courses have the turf to hit off of on the driving ranges, and it doesn't affect doesn't affect anything. Now, there is a difference when you have a forged iron. Forged iron, it's a softer process, so. The steel is softer, so if you're hitting if you're hitting into a mat constantly, you know you only have about an inch, inch and a half of mat. Then there's concrete underneath, right? So what happens is that since that softer metal, it, it's more expensive. Um, it might bend a degree or two. Mm-hmm. So I recommend if you have forged irons and you play frequently, once a month, once every couple months, I would take them to your nearest. You know, golf shop. If you're out here, Roger Dunn's is is the best. Um, you know, go in there and and check them out, see if they've moved because the lie angle of the club is the most important, you know, part of the iron. Irons, you know, are where you can mess with the lie angle. Um, I get students that come to me and they hit everything left, and they tell me, and I look at their club and how it sits <laughs> down on the ground. Right. I go, it's not even your swing; it's your it's your it's your lie angle. So your line angle. Is I, off. I I send them to the to you know Roger Dunn's and go hey, go in there and and get your stuff fitted and come back and and then we'll get get going on your swing. But you know it's it's very important to have you know all that done. Now regular stainless cast iron, it's a lot stronger. It's not it doesn't go through a forging process. It's just cast stainless steel. And so that's a lot, lot, lot more firm. It's firmer when you hit the ball. Um, so f- a lot of pros like forged because it's soft and forgiving. Mm-hmm. You know stuff like that. So hmm. there's there's different options out there. Uh, another thing is companies like Cobra are making a forged face only. Uh, the F8 irons, the new ones, they have a forged face. And then everything else is is just regular cast, which is it's like a hybrid. It's pretty cool. Yeah. What yeah. does that do for you? Uh, like I said, the feel softer. Oh. You know, it's yeah. That means it's kind I of was hard. following all that. Yeah, it's kind of hard because you don't really golf, but 
the feel of the ball in the club is a big deal. Okay. Like, yeah, we don't want clanky stuff. So. Okay. Got it. All right, Troy. So now, okay, the, the Golf Academy. Yeah. So tell us more about that and how you help young people here in Los Angeles get on yeah. the course. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, this summer I put together a lot of different junior golf camps. You did? Yeah. So, You're a busy man. Yeah, it was fun. We we Man, it was like four to five weeks of uh, junior golf camps. And, you know, a lot of these kids don't golf. Some do. Some are really good. Um, so you have a mixture of different types of kids. And uh, so my thing is, you know, there's something I read recently of, you know, not a lot of – there's not a lot of instruction for – for golfers in in certain parts of California and blah blah blah, and someone someone brought up Long Beach, and I'm going, <laughs> Tiger Woods came out of Long Beach, <laughs> you know. There's plenty of guys that came out of Long Beach. Like, don't say that. We do a lot in Long Beach. So, um, my biggest thing is now is is you know bringing bringing any level in. Like, don't be intimidated or shy if you're new. If you if you're watching golf at home and you go man, I want to try golf. Like, those are the kids I want to grab because, you know, some also, because golf could be, you know, a little pricey. Some also may not afford it. And mm -hmm. that's where, you know, I'm putting together a program for um, just the kids of Long Beach. And, and, you know, if I can reach out to kids in L.A., that'd be great as well. And, um, you know, do a do a complimentary golf clinic you know, every other week on the weekend just to get them out and, you know, for a couple hours and have some fun and hit balls and, and kind of learn the game. Mm -hmm. You know, I issue all their clubs and have their balls and all that stuff ready to go. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's something I've always wanted to do. Luckily, you know, I, I, I didn't come from, you know, I'm not a country club family with in a country club kid yeah. that, you know, was rich on the course. That wasn't me. So, um, luckily I had instructors around me growing up mm -hmm. that, you know, gave me a helping hand every now and again when I needed right. it. But that, but, but that's um, the thing is that a lot of people feel that golfing is a rich game. Yeah. It's changed a lot though. We have, there's a lot of programs out there now that make, you know, it affordable. will make it, make adjustments, um, for you. And, uh, you know, and that's my biggest thing now is, is, you know, I, I have my I have my private clientele of adults and juniors and corporate clientele, of course. And then, you know, now, you know, after being at, at my uh, golf course in Long Beach, Rec Park 18, it's I've been there a little over a year. I want to start focusing on bringing in these kids and, and starting starting them off fresh or any level and just mm -hmm. getting them involved in golf because you just you know, just like any sport or anything, you never know, you know, they could do something great with it. And guess what? If not, they have a hobby for life. I mean, golf, you could play forever. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to, you know, just keep it going yeah. however you want it to. And, it, and it's fun. Yeah. So. So tell us what you see for that outlook of um, uh, the PGA championships and what's happening. This week? Yeah. Let's the, talk the about major? this. Week. Yes. Let's talk I about don't this. Know. I need to look on my phone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, well, who's your favorite player? I mean, of course, Tiger. He's he's 
he's definitely uh I you know, everyone wants to see him break out and win. And I want him to win. But uh let me see. Ricky Fowler's right there. He's two two back it looks like. Uh Dustin Johnson's amazing. Uh Isn't Dustin from LA, LA or No, Dustin? No. You know, I don't know. I don't know. He has, I don't know. I know he's in Florida residing. Oh. Oh. I don't know where he's he's from, but he's he's the number one player in the world right now. Guess who teaches him? Who? You? Butch Harmon. Oh. <laughs> Back to Butch Harmon. <laughs> Troy Grant. <laughs> no. No, that's him. That's his guy. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be an exciting week. They're having weather issues out there. So, well, what, makes, what makes golf exciting for you and makes it exciting for you to, to coach and to teach? Definitely the, the improvements I witness – um, with each student, I mean that's that's kind of like a bigger payback to go. Wow, we were here three weeks ago with your swing, and now you've evolved into this. Like that's it's really cool because you know it's knowledge that you're giving somebody right to do well with, mm-hmm. and the when you see that you know consistently with your students, I mean that's cool. It's it's like it's kind of hard to describe the feeling, but you know you just you know that's what you're there for and you did it you know mm-hmm. what i mean and and when i sit back and i think that it's you know it's very you know it's cool it's lucky i'm lucky like i pull up to the golf course and i go wow this whole this whole outdoor <laughs> golf course everything is my office yes isn't like, that this cool? is my office you know this is my office so right. i mean you can't beat that not a lot of people have that on top of you know, my clients, every single client of mine that I've had, like, since coming to Long Beach, everyone is amazing. Like, the new people I've met, the people I've met before, I mean, they're, you know, they trust in me to help them with their game, mm-hmm. you know? It takes, you know, sometimes it takes longer. Everyone's different, you know? You got to just enjoy the process. I always tell people, get into the process, not the results. Mm-hmm. You know, the results will come once we mm-hmm. nail the form down. Um, so, but that's kind of like the journey, like you're supposed to enjoy the journey. Yeah. And, yeah. And some people, you know, they, those, you know, I, I may not know them. They sign up for a lesson, you know, mm-hmm. I kind of got to gauge people's personalities and how they work too. It's not just a golf swing. I gotta, I'm kind of like a, like a therapist. Yeah. Like a ther- <laughs> I gotta see, right? you know, you might get a guy who is like, you know, like a, has a lot of anger maybe and gets frustrated easily. Well, you know, that type of person I got to adjust to, right? I got to go, Hey, you know, let's, let's relax. Let's do this, you know, and get back to basics versus letting him get frustrated. You know, mm-hmm. you got to kind of snap people out of it. And, and, uh, cause that frustration goes yeah. to your muscles and yeah, you can't golf, hit the ball. And golf fresh frustration will just kill you. Like, yeah. you know, I, you know, everyone gets a little angry on the course, good players, bad players. Have um, you? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> what happened? Oh, there, there's just times, you know, where you, you know, might toss a club or hit your bag or, you know, say something you shouldn't under your <laughs> breath. But, 
<laughs> you know, it happens. We're all normal. We or you know, we're all human. human. I am human. Being. Yeah, we're all human. We mm-hmm. all, you know, want to hit perfect shots and, you know, but people need to understand golf isn't about perfect. It's not. It's not. And um, there's a really good book actually by Dr. Bob Rotella. It's called. He's he's a leading golf sports uh, psychologist. He's been around the game a while. And there's a book called Golf Isn't a Game of Perfect. And so every chapter he just, you know, he explains different things. You know, he'll put a little story involved with a tour player that he was with. And it's pretty cool. It kind of helps you realize, like, okay, like, all right, I'm normal. You know, mm-hmm. this person did that. This per- You know, do you kinda, think do you think Tiger Woods would say that? Would say what? <laughs> Life or golf isn't about being perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's pretty he's pretty competitive. He's pretty perfect. I mean, a lot of well. people are competitive, right? It's mm-hmm. I mean you got to uh uh like a thing I read. You got to have a little a uh, little of that kind of cocky confidence i guess you could say Mm -hmm. to be good at a sport i mean you look at the best of anything you look at mike tyson jordan you know tiger wayne gretzky like muhammad ali i mean look how he acted like that was his truth though like he he thought that and people were like wow this guy's full of himself this guy's but you know what? You got to be that way. Yeah. You got to. And he brought it. He, he brought, brought it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, why not be like that? Just mm-hmm. just be you and whatever helps you get there and do and, you know, and perform. Mm-hmm. You got to be like that. You can't you can't be, uh, you know, like a timid individual. You got to kind of break out of yourself and do things that aren't the norm, mm-hmm. you know know that you're great go be great yeah so so if if we have kids that want to get on the golf course um what are some of the things that you would set them up with first to make sure that they succeed and you know are inspired to keep on going on the course uh with my regular yeah well or let's say let's say my son is is coming to you and yeah. you know what what would you set him up with first how would you you know explore how he has to learn the sport definitely uh kids i normally start with etiquette you know learning you know what to do on the greens where not to go on the driving range um you know there's a lot of different rules golf could be dangerous people are swinging these heavy clubs and you know i see it all the time you know people walking behind people and you know, so that with with children is very important. Um, and then comes the fun stuff, you know, the hitting and, you know, just just getting form down. Mm-hmm. It's not really where the ball goes right away if they're a beginner. Um, just got to get the form down, make contact with the ball and and uh, and just, you know, especially kids, they have fun when that yeah. ball goes. They have fun. So. Um, as far as like someone like yourself or, or someone that's intermediate, mm-hmm. I kind of tell them, I'll tell them what type of course to go to um, because there's short courses. There's ones that could be, you know, in the middle and there's really long courses. I need the short course, yeah. please. Yeah. And thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so I need the hour course. And that's why that's why with my instruction, too, is I take out my students on the course 
and guide them on the course. So I help them choose, you know, a shot selection they want to do or, um, you know, should you punch out of the trees to the right or left, what to do out of the bunker. That way, not only does it help me learn about them out mm-hmm. there, it helps them remember like, oh, Troy told me to do this out of here, mm-hmm. you know. Um, that's why I don't like to be glued strictly on the driving range and just hit and hit and hit and hit. Because at the end of the day, we're trying to be good players, mm-hmm. not driving range players. Well, well, is it like, since I can't hit the ball at all. Driving range would be you first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, there's a certain type of thing. You know, beginners, of course, we got to work on swing, swing, swing. Maybe I'll take you out on the course, you know, just to feel it out and go, okay. Okay. You know, here, hit a few shots, you know, stuff like that. I, that's. But that. It kind of it kind of makes it a little more fun. It's different. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to make things different with everybody. So you would teach the kid about, you know, the etiquette, but then would you take them to the driving range afterwards? Yes. yes oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and do they have to have their own golf? Do we do we have to bring our own equipment or? Children or adults? Both. I mean. Th- I mean, would we you have, supply I them? Have, yeah, oh, okay. I, I, I definitely can supply them. Uh, kids, however, depending how small, I mean, it's very easy to go and buy one or two clubs. When you're beginning, you don't need a whole set. You know, two clubs is good. A putter and, and like a seven iron. Um, they sell those individually. You know, you don't have to go spend a few hundred dollars on a, mm-hmm. you know, big set of, uh, of clubs. Um, especially for kids. I mean, mm-hmm. they make it so affordable. But like, do you go out and with the parents to make sure that we're getting the right clubs for our kids? Because I, I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what I'll do, um, if it's close by, yes. There's a, there's a, <laughs> it depends. If you're in yeah. Santa Monica, no. If no. you're coming, no. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Roger Dunn's golf shop right near my work, only a mm-hmm. few miles away. And um, I'll meet people there you know clients and kind of guide them or i'll just simply email them what to get with pictures oh good they can just show them there what to do and oh good and uh you know everyone there is awesome you know i gotta give roger dunn's credit (laughs) (laughs) they've been around forever yeah they're they're amazing they have a 90 day return policy they're just amazing like with everything they're all about you know the customer and that's it's amazing they've helped me out forever and now it's cool. I send all my clients there and I help everyone kind of get fitted. And, you know, everything's just real convenient and easy, which is how it's supposed to be. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it, that's huge having, mm-hmm. you know, everything come together so easily, you know. Right. As as, I know. I mean. As far as kids stuff, especially. Right. Let's talk real quick about how golf can help heal. Uh, yeah, that's been a big thing. You know, it, it, last week I got into this topic about, you know these uh well i did a clinic let's uh up in where was that just past la it was actually in like a studio type place with a simulator and it was basically for different people with different you know issues it could could be addiction it could be you know uh some type of handicap you know something like that and i was talking with with a buddy of mine i was like you know seeing what golf did for these people, like the excitement and the difference it brought to them and talking to them afterwards, how they go, wow, I want to keep hitting. I want to keep this. You know, it just seems like, you know, and and I've talked to people who work in that field of therapy who, Mm -hmm. you know, work with these people every day. 
And they say, you know, I've been told, like, golf just gets them out. It's like a park. You know, they start hitting. It's a total different mindset. They they actually concentrate. You have to concentrate. So it's actually a really fun activity for people to kind of break out of maybe something that they're in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, you know do something that's fun and yeah. something that can that they can continue to do and it's not expensive you yes. know to just have one club and like that day i gave i think there was about 13 of them and i gave them all a you know club i had old clubs you know i brought and i said here you guys keep these oh, that's you know awesome. you guys can just you know hit and you know i wrote down golf courses that were near them so they can you know, and Go they they out. were coming from a facility too. So, oh, that's great. Yeah. So I think, you know, I think any sport's really good for. Yeah, I know. That's what know, I was saying. It's like you, you get know. people on the basketball court, get people on the baseball field, right. just get them doing something. It's right. You know, and it's you Become know you the fan. It, another thing is kind of off. Well, it's not off subject, but just the stuff with celebrity stuff these days with like. You know Demi Lovato and yeah. Robin Williams and all these people who are like fighting depression and all that stuff. I think if they just did different things and like new things like golf and just activities, I think it could help a lot. You know, and kind of gear your mind into something different. Mm-hmm. You know, too many people live in the same type of routines. You know, I get caught up in routines and. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to do different things now. I'm, you know, doing a little traveling, little little here and there type of stuff that I normally wouldn't do because I like to just kind of be home and work. And, right. You know. I like to stay in my house. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I just think people just need to do more, you know, activities. Just yeah. go, go Experience do life. Yeah. Experience the journey yeah. by Troy Grant. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, Troy, for all you shared with us. Um, how can people get in touch with you if they want to take some of your classes or your golf academy or talk equipment? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my website is TroyGrantGolf.com. And my email is there. Or if uh, you'd like it, it's Troy at TroyGrantGolf.com. You could always email me there. And I'm located... In beautiful Long Beach, not too far from the ocean, at Recreation Park 18 Golf Course. It's one of the oldest golf courses in California. It's really old, really nice. Yeah, you'd enjoy it. Come out and see me anytime for fitting with with the Cobra equipment or work on your swing. Go ahead and feel free to contact me. Awesome. Thank you so much, Troy. Thank you. I'm Laferne Cusack. Thank you so much for joining me. Please log on to ESPNLA.com and go to the radio page to download more podcasts. I'll see you next week here on The Experience, ESPN LA 710. ESPN LA 710.